Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome. Welcome to the Eric St. Podcast. From the Impact Power Sports studio, the Eric St. Podcast has begun. <clears throat> okay. So, like a mystery solving itself, uh, when at about, you know, the usual start time, eight-ish, I'm all set, ready to go here. And then uh, nothing. I look and it says my internet is out. So I'm like, okay, well, that happens. But rarely is the problem solved as easily as as this. Um, some of you may have seen that I grabbed my phone and went live on Twitch to say, hey, ha ha. I'm running a little late. Uh, the internet's acting funky. And then the dog started barking. They heard something that caused them to stop, start barking. They heard like something like dropped. After I got done doing that little, uh, hey, I'll be a little late thing. It dawned on me that the sound that they heard was in this room. Something dropped. Something was at not floor level and fell to floor level. And I was like, I think I know what it was. Not only is it the thing that made them bark. Hang on. Not only is it the thing that made them bark, but is the thing that is keeping me from doing my podcast right now. There's this thing that plugs into the wall. Man, what the? This Every day now. I think I'd really need to invest in a new one of these. I know everybody yells at me about it. Come on! Um... This little thing that plugs into the wall that takes the uh, uh, internet signal, and it, it actually plugs into the wall. 
And uh, it must have yesterday as the free as a uh, Patreon was ending, it was over. Darla was doing something annoying. And I had to chase her around the room and she ran over by the side of this couch where this thing is in the wall. And I didn't think of anything at the time, but she must have really bumped into the into that fucker. And uh, like it was coming out of the wall so much so that the Internet wasn't working. And then while doing that little show telling you that I'm going to be late because of no internet, it actually fell out, landed on the ground, dogs barked at it. That gave me the clue. I went back. Oh, shit. Plugged it right in as soon as I got done with you. And boom, we are podcasting. (laughs) My God. Some of the top broadcasters and podcasters in the world. Yeah, these are, I'm sure these are the same problems that they deal with. I'm sure Pat McAfee and Joe Rogan are, uh, hey, uh, did you guys solve the problem? Yeah, the dog ran by the thing in the wall and knocked it out. Oh, God. Uh, Donut Dan says technology is scary. Fire your engine. Well, then I guess I have to fire me. Okay? Because it's just me. Just me. Um, All right. But welcome. Welcome. Uh, excited to have you here. Excited to do this show once again for the 1,220-something time. The Eric Zane Show podcast from right here in the Impact Power Sports studio. Okay. Um, EZ got called into action yesterday at the world-famous Bosco's Pub. All right. And uh, typically, you know, I just help out one day a week. But... Uh, there's Doug and then Dougie. Doug is the boss. Dougie is number two. And Dougie's sick. So they're like, hey, can you come in? I go, well, yeah, I'll come in. Hell yeah. That's, that's That sounds great. I'll help out. I go in there. But Doug is, um, boy, he is a, uh, he is finicky like a cat. Um, so there's this one particular thing that we make called loaded Bosco fries. They're really good. But you you make the fries, and uh, then they come out hot, and then you put the salt on them, and then you put them on this little baking pan, and then you put a ton of shredded cheese on it. And you don't really have a lot of wiggle room with that baking pan because um, the baking pan is uh, not very wide. So a lot of the times you'll put the cheese on there and it'll fall off while you're putting it on. Same thing with the bacon. No big deal. I mean, a few scraps fall on the floor and then that's what happens during a day's dinner service, a night's dinner service. And then what do you do? At the end of the night, you sweep the floor like I do every damn night. So I don't even notice it because you're in the heat of a dinner service. You got to get this food out. You can't be fucking around uh, worrying about the little scraps of cheese and bacon on the floor. Uh, so whatever. I don't even notice it because I'm so in the zone. I get this food out there. It goes flying out there. Fucking record time. Absolute fantastic. And uh, then I hear muttering. And if you hear cement head Doug start muttering, that you know if he's not muttering to you if he's muttering to you that means he's muttering about someone else 
But if he's just like he does, like, uh oh, uh oh, and uh, he's bitching because there's cheese on the ground and bacon on the ground. I'm like, uh, yeah, what, whatever. And he's fucking having a temper tantrum. I was like, shut up. Kuiper says a good cook would keep a station clean the whole night. Well, that's true. That's true. And I do. However, I wasn't even aware it happened, honestly. But, oh, my God. What a hyper bastard. Then um, we're there and apparently a uh, table of four ladies. While they're there, they figure out that they know Doug. Now, these are women that are our age 50s um and they sent a message the women to the server who then related to doug and said hey your kenowa hills classmates want to know if um you are going to pay for their meal and i guess that's a way of breaking the ice to get him to come out and say hello or whatever but he's like huh what uh, I go, yeah, Doug, go see him. Go see him. He's like, shut up. I go, seriously, go on. Shut up. He goes out there. He's having a conversation with them. He comes back. He goes, they they, uh, they want to see you too. I go, they do? Yeah, they recognize you from the hockey games. I'm like, oh. All right. I go out there. and uh, I mean, right away. I mean, the hard eyes. You all know, I've described this so many times before. How many times does it happen where I just walk up and, you know, women these days are so, uh, they, they've got, they're treated terribly by their husbands. All right. They're not given the right amount of attention. If you're married and you, especially if you've been married for a long time, you can't let that slide. So within one second, I figure out that these four women aren't given any attention by their husbands whatsoever. Cause I threw out some of the, uh, light lightest hitting jokes or one liners or, or a couple of easy charms. And they were so well received. They were like, Oh, Oh my God. Oh, you're so funny. And I'm like, okay. All right. We're going to have to scrub these chairs. And um, the one there, the leader of the group, talking with her, and uh, she goes, well, we saw you, and of course, everybody knows you. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And uh, Rebecca says, I bet they love your hair, too. Amy says, was your hair on point for these ladies? Well, of course. If I'm going to walk out, uh, off of the out of the kitchen it, uh, onto the floor oh my god you better believe it you know um so i'm there uh flirting with these women i mean it's it's a flirt fest and i am holding my own and key point is the leader of the group was the cutest but you have to pay attention to the other three even if not as cute as the one. Because if you just focus on cutie patootie, the cutie pie, 
she's going to feel uncomfortable because uh, EZ is not paying attention to them and they're probably going to get butt hurt. So you got it. You got to give them a taste, you know, so a little eye contact while talking and super expressions by EZ and oh, laughy, laughy, good time. And she goes, I saw you. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Eric Zane, except you're not wearing, she said this, you're not wearing your little suit. And in front of me right now, you're not all, oh, crazy because of the hockey games. I'm a nut. Cole writes, her fat friends need some attention, too. Uh, It's a horrible thing to say. Um, My God, what are you doing? They were lovely, all four of them. I uh, went back, talked to Doug. I go, hey, did you ever make out with any of those chicks? And uh, no, no. But before I left, I said to him, I go, so now what was Doug like in high? And I didn't even finish it. And she goes, he was naughty. He was so naughty, Eric Zane. And he was. I mean, uh, first of all, Doug told me himself that because when he opened the restaurant, he uh, had a lawyer helping him out with things. And uh, he's, he's you know, the lawyer says, okay, uh, well, I'm going to go get your liquor license. Uh, they they look at your background. So uh, what is your background like? And, and Doug hands him like a ream of paper and says, here, these are my felony convictions. And he's like, what the fuck are you putting me into? I, I You can't possibly expect me to get you a license, liquor license with all this shit against you. Doug's been stabbed. More than once. Doug's been shot. All right. Um, the cops. Doug at one point beat the shit out of a cop. Um, his stories are absolutely legendary about his run-ins with police. Um, it, it's Doug, real wild side. And if you see him, you'll, you'll be like, oh, okay. I get it. Um, so yes, Doug is, I walked out there, I go, Hey man, I asked him what you were like growing up. And they told me to tell you that they said you were naughty. Um, Amy says, did Doug grow up in the city of Warren? Attention in the city of Warren. Attention in the city of Warren. This is easy. This is easy rhyme. On 89.1 WPAS. We're going to tear it up. We're going to tear it up. The favorite songs. Your favorite favorite artists. We've got two hours. Eight. Till till 10 10 p.m. I'm going to want to hear hear your phone phone calls. calls. 751 FM89 is the number. Let's hear your suggestions. Hear your suggestions. Let's start it off right away with Run DMC together forever. Hey, yo, one, two, one, two. Mics, one, two, one, two. And I say. So ridiculous. Corey says black as fuck completely. Oh, yeah. that That is a black dude right there. Uh, night ends all good. Another successful, fun time there. And I might be back. Um, 
the plan was to do a big fraud Thursday today. I even mentioned it. I said to Ben Glaze, big fraud Thursday. And he was okay. Yeah. And then I was talking with Doug and uh, Doug E is ill. I go, I'll tell you what, I'm going to switch around my schedule and I'm ready. If Dougie's still sick, you call me and um, I'll charge my charms and I will come back and help you on Thursday if you need me. He's like, ah, you know. So I said to Ben Glaze, I go, buddy, I'm thinking about Saturday, a big fraud Saturday. And he said, uh, um, yeah, uh, it'll give me more time. Uh, to get these clips ready for big fraud. Yeah. Who are these Zanes? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, so Saturday would work better. All right, Saturday it is. Let's do a big fraud Saturday. We'll start probably around the same time, 12-15, with Who Are These Zanes? Wrap it up with the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Uh, maybe um, Ashley will tell more tales about having sex with Joe. How about that? Ashley definitely willing to share. I guess when I was doing the Ben Glaze impression, Darla was interested. Ah, oh, hey, ah, Ben Glaze, ah. Blinky, blinky. Love it. Uh, Tyler writes, quote from Ben. Saturday, uh, Saturday is great. Uh, I'm too busy reporting on the weather for exes and bros. Uh, Chris D sent me a notice. It was another a spectacular moment for Ben yesterday on exes and bros. We will review that when we do the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Um, speaking of Ben, Ben asked me to work for him. As I told you, on that show, X's and Bros, coming up sometime in March. He says, I want to take a quick trip to Las Vegas with, with Brett, you know, Lurch. It's going to be a Friday to Monday trip. Can you cover for me easy? And I'm like, ah, come on, dude. Ask somebody else. I got shit going on. And then uh, he says, well, it's going to be hard to train somebody. I'm like, how hard can it be to train somebody? You just have to turn up a thing and press a button. And then he says, um, well, I might just have to come back from my trip a day early. I was like, yeah, fly out to Vegas on uh, late Friday, get back Sunday. What the fuck? I go, all right, don't do that. If you can't find anybody, I'll do it. You know, pain in the ass. You're a pain in my ass is what you are. Holy shit. So that would be like, that looks like it's probably going to happen. So I will I will be on the air on that show at 6 a.m. I don't expect you to be there when I when you when it signs on because that's too damn early. But I will get the audio of Anthony saying, oh, gentlemen, how are you? I mean, what do I do then? Do I do like a normal person and have a conversation? Or do I do like Ben and go, oh, it's uh, 32 degrees out, barometric pressure, uh, 26 inches and rising winds out of the south, southeast, south, southwest at uh, 15 knots, uh, waves, three feet on Lake Michigan. Uh, um, come on. Tyler says, if you cover him, you will blow Anthony's mind with your sports no sports knowledge when he goes to you for 30 seconds, then randomly stop talking to you. Stevie 
Um, well, actually, Linda says you should imitate Ben. Then the idea is being floated that I could actually get Ben clips and play them on the show. So Anthony would uh, would be like, hey, uh, Ben, did you have a good day? Oh, yeah. Uh, I bet you're excited for the big game. That's right. Uh, so what's the uh, weather? Are you happy with it, Ben? Oh, yeah. I heard it's a little cool in your neck of the woods. That's right. Do you want to discuss the weather? Oh, yeah. Well, go ahead. Oh, yeah. What are you waiting for? That's right. I want to hear your morning weather report. Oh, yeah. My God. Had a, uh, uh, starting to melt, uh, where the headlights go. Uh, had a, uh, uh, starting to melt, uh, where the headlights go. Uh, uh, saw the, uh, saw the, Here's Ben breaking down fog with Anthony. E.C. Bellino, gentlemen, good morning to both of you. Uh, how morning. are we on this Wednesday? Doing all right. Had a okay trip in. Uh, it's nothing but fog. <laughs> Down here. Oh. Same here from last night. Okay, yeah. Yep. Well, uh, can you tell me how fog is made, Anthony? Same here. It's that, uh, it's that those high temperatures, man, the precipitation, everything else. Drastic change. What was the uh, what was the temp outside? Uh, Thirty two. <laughs> so, uh, why is that important? I, I'm guessing. You know, I mean, here we are in Michigan. I would guess the difference in temperature is maybe a degree or two throughout the entire state. Tyler says it's like his own dialect of English that requires lengthy pauses and stutters called Benglish. Do you speak Benglish? <laughs> Holy shit. Everything's starting to melt. Uh, only on the side roads, I can only see like 10 feet in front of me, like just out past where the headlights go. Oh. Wow. So yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it was yeah. uh it, yeah, last night on my commute home it was it was getting intense. Uh, okay. the fog was, but it was still, you know, 35, 30, 80. These two. Holy shit. Degrees whatever it was. So it yeah. was it was nice, man. It felt damn near tropical. Right. Um, <laughs> that much is for certain. So I was I was happy oh. with it like, hey. Yeah. Finally, like can we be done with whatever that that was in January, please? I'd be I'd be right. a big fan of that. You know, you got to understand. This show is 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 has potential to be heard by hundreds of thousands of people. Make fun of it all you want. It's on twenty radio stations throughout the whole state. You know, I, I knew that you know in December we didn't have much of a winter, and people were starting to question. In January, it was like, ah, you didn't think you were going to get cold temperatures? Here's minus eighteen, real feel, whatever that means. That's and now, now this is where <clears throat> he does a deep dive. It sounds like a bit. It sounds like a Seinfeld bit, but it's not. Um, hold on. Hold on a minute. Darla? No. Knock it off. 
Knock it off. Sounds like a Seinfeld bit. So that's the one thing I'll always, I'll always question. How can something be zero? If it's zero degrees outside, the weather people say it's zero degrees, but it feels like minus 18. Wouldn't it then be minus 18? Yeah. No, no, it's, it's simple. Wind speed reduces the surface temperature. It's, this is, that's the simplest thing on the planet. And that makes more sense. Because what's the reality? Or it's just zero. Right. And it feels like zero. <laughs> like that's what zero degrees feel. He's breaking down the wind chill factor. Feels like this is yeah, what exactly. the Arctic feels like. And I think he's doing a bit, but he's not, it's not funny. There's no, there's no joke. Because if you're going to tell me it's zero degrees, and then you're going to tell me, but it feels like. What, are you just making stuff up over there? What do you mean it feels? How do you know what it feels like? Courtesy laugh. Some people wear shorts outside in the winter. I don't know how they feel. I, What's the deal with short pants? I don't know what they can feel. What's the deal with shorts? They might not be able to feel anything. I said short pants. I used to always say short pants. I, for one, am not one of those people that wear shorts outside the winter. <laughs> I don't. If you can think about, if you can plot this out, this started with Ben talking about the fog. Anthony giving us how fog is made and then it dips into wind chill. And now it's people who wear shorts. I don't like that. I don't like cold. to be cold. I'm not a fan at all, but Hey, neither here nor, uh, neither here nor there. Just kind of, uh, just kind of is, is what it is. Maybe. So he says one, uh, platitude or cliche, yeah, you know, I mean, people wear shorts. That's neither here nor there, and it is what it is. Yeah, shorts. What do you think about shorts? Oh, they're neither here nor there. Yeah, but it is what it is. You'd have to agree with that. Darla! One day we'll get some clarity on what happens next for uh, the weather people, and we can, oh. I can solve that problem uh, for all of us, too. Either it is or it isn't, but there is no... Uh, there's no middle here. Yeah, it's neither here nor there. And it is what it is. There's no terminology for what... At this point, Ben keyed the mic off. And Ben's like, oh, this is this is where I just let him go. This is like the equivalent in ACDC what, like, when they're on stage and Angus gets that solo and everybody's losing their mind. Anthony's just killing it now. But, uh, what feels like uh you know what it feels like today it feels like oh we will it feels like death warmed over based on my what my ears feel like right now we'll step outside of the uh, the football conversation oh god damn so difficult so hard well anyway that may be what i will be doing <laughs> Holy cow. That was more fun breaking it down the second time. Because we broke that down on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. I didn't think I'd come up with uh, new jokes, but it worked out. Amanda says this is definitely a bros conversation. Yeah, it could be an ex's conversation or a bros conversation. I didn't know bros sit around and discuss the windshield... There's food on my lip. Wind chill factor. That was um, uh, cream of wheat. Wind chill factor and other things. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, what is happening here? Incoming phone call. What is happening? 
Hello, 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 sir. Hello, Big Fred Zane. Oh. How are you doing on this wonderful Thursday morning, Mr. President? I'm so surprised to hear from you. Thank you so much for calling. What what's happening? Well, I'm calling. I'm calling all of my my contacts in the media. I'm trying to wage a war against the crooked Taylor Swift. I think it's terrible what they've done to the America's football game. Terrible. Uh, you're not one of these people that are like. Um, uh, you think that she's somehow ruining the game? Don't. That's a little silly. She's totally ruining the game, and she's probably using this as a political. Listen, they're they're going to do this. They're going to take this as a political opportunity to endorse crooked Joe Biden and his band of thugs. They're going to do this in the Swifties. The Swifties, you got to look out for the Swifties. But the good news is our MAGA supporters are probably bigger numbers, bigger numbers than the Swifties. It's so terrible that people did not name me the person of the year. Instead, they named her. It's terrible, actually. Okay, so now hold on a second. There's a couple of things we're working on here. Um, Are you saying that, uh, because they've talked about how she... And who she endorses, but of course she's going to endorse Joe Biden. You didn't really think she was going to endorse you, did you? Well, of course. I thought maybe she would finally maybe wake up and, you know, maybe maybe see the light. I don't know, because it's so crooked what she did back in 2020 when she endorsed him. And we certainly don't want that again. That would be very bad, very bad if she endorsed such a crooked old man like that. I mean, he's he's completely incompetent. I mean, I don't even know. I, I don't know if he's even able to take it take a dump no he's not he's not he's not at all he's not at all but i don't think it's crooked to just say that you're going to vote for someone is it oh it's terrible because these swifties they do what they listen they're like mesmerized or something they do what she says and we can't she should not be influencing political things with her statements and such forth so we have to stop her we're going to wage probably a holy war against Taylor Swift. It's the only way. We gotta we gotta band together, all patriots. Okay. And we have to destroy the Swifties. I mean, we've already got tens of thousands on their way to Texas right now, big fraud. And they're going to help the great Governor Abbott, and we're going to secure the border. That's step one, and then we're going to we're, we're, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. It's going to be great. Okay, so you said a lot there. Your supporters are going to a quote destroy her. B holy war and C secure the border. That that that's a lot, sir. We totally have to secure the border. You know the it's terrible. It's terrible what Joe's done to the border. I left. I left with the most secure border. We were building the greatest wall, and he completely defunded it. Big fraud. Completely defunded right, it. It was right. terrible. And now and now we've got these Mexican thugs and so forth. Like Joe Martinez, I know you're very fond of him, but I don't know if he's legal. <laughs> no, I don't he's, know if he's he legal. Was, he's born he in the, came into this country. Oh, no, no, he's an American citizen who's born here. You, you, I'm sorry, Mr. President, but that's a horrible thing to he's say. Certainly, he's certainly not America's sweetheart, and neither is Taylor Swift. we got to be honest about that. That's why we have to secure yeah. the border, big fraud. Why Wouldn't it be easier just to not secure the border and let these people come into the U.S.? What's wrong with that? Well, I guess if you're going to shoot about sight, that would be the only no, alternative no. because these people are terrible. They're raping people. No, they're not. Come on now. It may, maybe the, there might be a couple of rapes, but there's like eight. Big fraud, if you knew the numbers, if you knew the numbers of these, these drugs, these drugs that are entering our country and they're taking innocent young people, 
innocent young people are taking these terrible drugs and they're being they're being sex trafficked, big fraud. I don't know. You wouldn't believe it. All right. Well, you know, I, I'll, I'll have to follow up on that. Look for the facts as to how many are being trafficked and, and the whole drug thing. I, I don't know. I'll, every time There's I- a caravan right now, big fraud, of our great patriots heading to the great state of Texas. They are going to help. I don't know if you knew this. Governor Abbott. He has he has installed razor wire on the border, and Joe Biden's thugs yes. have come through and cut it. Yes, I did they cut see it that. entirely. I did see that. Well, and yeah. Our great patriots are on their way in a caravan right now, and they're going to they're going to fix the problem. I tell you that right now. They're calling themselves the Army of God. The okay. Well, I'll look that up and follow up on that story because I definitely want to hear from and hear about the Army of God. You know, oh, it's that, tremendous what they're doing. So great patriots are heading to the state of Texas. So you're right, and it, I totally commend them. I this, totally commend them. This is a holy war. Then you're you you're create you have created because we all know how religious you are, and I mean you are. I'm probably the. I mean the evangelicals. They right. They love me. They know how much I love the Great Bible, which is probably the best. I mean, let's be honest, the best book ever written. Well, yeah, and you've probably read it cover to cover at least twice a year, every year, right? The Bible? Oh, yeah, and the evangelicals, they know it. They know it. They know how much I know the Bible. I know the Bible probably more than more than most people. Right. Is there any truth to the rumor that you're uh, putting some rough drafts to actually add some books to the Bible? Like you would have, you know how you might have Ecclesiastes, uh, uh, a gospel according to Luke, Mark, John, uh, you know, the whole deal, Matthew, it would be the Bible, the gospel, according to Trump. Isn't there some, is there some truth to that? Well, I can't substantiate that, but I certainly shouldn't, I should say that that, that sounds like a fantastic idea. I think the Bible is always open to interpretation and certainly things, it is? things could be added. I mean, it's a very historic text and I think it needs to be updated to modern times. I said that, uh, oh, okay. several times. I think we could update that. Certainly. Okay, so basically just take things out, omit it, and just, like, change words around to make it say something that maybe goes with what you're thinking. Exactly, Big Fraud. You always understand it. You know, the same thing that we've done to the Constitution. You know, things that don't make sense. Change like it. term limits. Take that out of there. Take that out of there. No, no term limits whatsoever so that a person can be voted in and then they can stay there for 50 or 60 years. Right. There should never be another election. Okay. There should never be another election. I don't know why we would have another election. Right. If America had their favorite president, yeah. they shouldn't need to elect. They shouldn't need to elect. And then you could just put giant posters up of that president while he's there for an entire lifetime. And then uh, no one really gets a choice anymore. I mean, why why bother having an election? It's a real, it's a real pain in the ass. So th- whoever would be in office would be doing everyone a favor. You got it, big fraud. It's like it's like you've suddenly woken up and seen the light. I don't even have to argue. Oh no, I'm, I'm, you're bringing them to me. I'm not saying that I agree with them. I'm just saying that that's what you're suggesting. Well, I mean, I mean, if you're saying that you totally agree to it, I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, we could take the audio clips and use them against you. Yeah. The thing is, these obviously these terrible these terrible crimes they're accusing me of. They won't even let me properly defend me, myself in these courtrooms. It's terrible. I wish you could be part of some of this big fraud because it's a, just a, you well, would love it. I mean, it's so fraudulent. I saw that, uh, E. Jean Carroll, that, um, uh, she that, that big lawsuit against you. And it seems like every time you, I mean, it's crazy because you, you lost $5 million in the actual sexual assault trial, but you lost 83 million because you said she's a liar. 
She's a total liar. They wouldn't <laughs> even let her bring the semen-soaked dress. We couldn't even we couldn't even bring that into the Wait, to, to, to the court. The semen-soaked examine it. They wouldn't even let. I had eyewitnesses. I had eyewitnesses that were going to come in and they were going to totally take a look at this whole thing. And the, the, the crooked judge said, no, no, we're not going to have any of these witnesses. Is. It's terrible. See, I mean, I should be I should be able to have a, a just trial, and it's so unjust. I didn't. I had not heard of the uh, a quote unquote semen soaked dress. Uh, that That's what she alleges, and there was no semen. I can assure you. Okay. I, I think I would know. I would know a thing or two about that, and there right. was no semen. There was no semen on the dress. That would have meant because this was years ago, so that would have meant she like kept the dress soaked in semen and then easily presented the semen dress, you know? And that's what, that's what their, that's what their whole thing is. And I mean, it's obvious. I mean, so many years have passed, even if it, let's just say it was soaked with semen right. and I'm not saying that it was, would that even be viable now? Well, I don't know. I don't know if you could that, do anything with and, that. And just the terminology soaked with semen. Like if I'm uh, washing the car and I put a sponge in a bucket that sponge is soaked and I can wring it out, but I, I don't think. Right, totally unless, soaked. I mean, I don't know. Does your semen, uh, is there that much semen that you produce that, uh, like if you were to uh, 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 ejaculate on a sponge, would I be able to soak the sponge out and the semen would be dripping off? Do you produce that much semen, sir? Well, I mean, it's possible. You know what I love about you, Big Fred? This reminds me of some of the best times I had on radio with Howard Stern. You know, I used to be one of his best guests. Yeah. And we would talk about things like this all the time. But, you know, you can't talk about that these days. No, I mean, no. That's, they don't want the locker room talk. They no, don't want no. the locker room talk. Well, you I'm can't just, talk about I'm that. I'm just amazed by your ability to produce semen. That's You must be a legend uh, in producing semen because that's if you soak something with your semen, that's a lot. Well, I've soaked many things with semen. I got to tell you that. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Melania's had wonderful children. Look at my wonderful <laughs> children with her. I tell you, they're totally mine. They're totally my children. Right. The thing is, the thing is, the thing is, big fraud. We have, we've got to remember the point of this whole thing, and that is the crooked Taylor Swift. Okay. And this terrible NFL football game that's coming up on the 11th. I want, I want our great Patriots to destroy Taylor Swift and the army of Swifties. Okay. I think we've got to take back America. Why don't you uh, send Kid Rock or something? He seems to be like your big hitter in entertainment. Um, and you could have... You know, between between him and Ted Nugent, I think, I, you know, we've obviously got big influences on right. our side. I mean, Ted Nugent is probably... I mean, he's our biggest influencer. I'm going to be so honest about okay. that. But, but, I mean... I don't know. I don't know what to do with this Taylor Swift problem. I think it's terrible what she's done to our country, showing up to these football games, oh, taking just, yeah. precious airtime. Terrible. So basically, her just going to the game to support her boyfriend, that is a problem. I mean, if it's a boyfriend, do we know? I mean, let's well, be yeah, honest. We, we know don't know if this whole thing was paid for by Joe Biden. Oh, for we don't know. Mr. President, I've had enough. That's that's It's uh, been a fantastic I've had conversation. I've you, too, but thank you. Thank you so much for taking my phone call, Big Fraud. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad you're such a supporter no, of all this. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. It's all nonsense. My God. What the fuck? Bob. Writes, why would anyone want to listen? He's talking about Taylor Swift. Refers to her as a rat-faced trailer park skank. 
Uh, oh, uh, why would anyone want to listen to who that rat face trailer park skank endorsed? She's made a music career on her poor, poor choices of men. Uh, that, that, that's nonsense. I mean, I don't like her music. I think it's pretty simple, but uh, come on now. First of all, she's very pretty. She's not rat-faced in any way. I don't think she's ever lived in a trailer park. That's a horrible comment to make right there. And I don't know why you hate on her. Why in the world would you hate on Taylor Swift? There's nothing to hate. Taylor Swift is guilty of being successful. She's done nothing wrong to anyone. You know? I mean, come on. That's ridiculous. Maureen, she writes, the funny thing is Taylor Swift hasn't made any political statements. They're only speculating what she could do with her influence on the Swifties. And that's true. And I don't know. I mean, she doesn't need to say who she supports. It's not like... uh, an 18 and a half year old girl on election day is going, Hmm, I love Taylor Swift. I wonder who I should vote for. Come on now. All right. Thank you to the former president for weighing in though. That was, that was just fantastic. Corey is sending these, uh, silly pictures. Um, could you not do that? You realize that takes up valuable space. I'm trying to do my job. Uh, let's not uh, let's not put any more entire screen size pictures of anyone. All right. I would prefer it if I could just interact with the audience on the chat instead of seeing silly pictures that you know how to make on the chat. Because you're a fucking dork. Okay? In fact, where are my cards? I'm going to have to give you a yellow on that deal. Knock it off. You're getting a yellow. One more of those, you're getting a red, and you'll be eating 600. Clean it up, you dumb fuck. I have an update for you. Um, there's this dude that's, uh, that reached out to me not long ago, January 23rd. I read this to you before. I couldn't tell if it was a joke or what. I still don't know. Hello, Eric. May I first start off as saying congratulations for making it this long and finding enough sponsors to pay you. Well done. I know that you use this shit. I'm guessing he's referring to his email for content because your normal podcast length is full of ads and bullshit. Okay. That's one way to describe it. Actually, I would say that that's accurate. There are ads and plenty of bullshit. Then he adds this podcast is shit, but however, it's slightly better than Stu McAllister's. That tells me Stu wrote this. So in that regard, fuck you both. Neither of you have anything legit to say ever. Eric, you don't know sports 
And Stu, fuck yeah, I love you. Uh, fuck off. Signs it, fuck off. So that that has to be Stu, right? I followed up with, look, you cannot start your diatribe with hello and then finish with fuck off. So I'm playing along. This person responds yesterday. Yes, I can start it that way, you idiot. I can start it any way I want when I talk to a dummy like you. The way you talk in your podcast made me believe you're a real idiot. And it's Y-O-U-R. So, this person's either... It's either Stu or someone looking for a fight. I wrote, you listen? Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Nothing makes people's blood boil more than you just, you give them the old judo maneuver. Oh yeah? Thank you. I appreciate you being here. I hate that. Then I wrote, the way I talk, what the hell are you talking about? I'm trying to get this guy, this person talking more. Uh, see if I can bring Stu in here. Stu and I both nursing our wounds from the NFL season. I still think Buffalo fans have it worse than Lion fans. Usually picks it up and goes, Eric Zane. Just like Kyle does. I'll get Kyle on here in a second. Oh, come on, Stu. What could you possibly be doing? Remember that one time, uh, one year when Stu had like 10 different jobs? It was delivering worms. All right. For you folks that are watching on Facebook, X, and YouTube, I must say goodbye to you. We have more show left. If you want the rest of it, download the Twitch app and then search Eric Zane Live. Give yourself a little username. You can uh, participate in the chat. It's great. Whole community there for you. Or on um, your lap- laptop or desktop, uh, go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Audio podcast available wherever you download shows. Just search my name. I prefer Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to me on there. Thank you. And then, of course, there is the Patreon, where it'll be a big fraud Saturday with the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast happening And who are these Zanes? I put hours and hours of content up on my Patreon. And I want you to try it for free at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Also, send me an email like that guy did. Eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Amy says delivering worms. Yeah, he was delivering worms. Like for people who like to fish. X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. The open and live stream. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 616-532-6600. This is the sponsor portion of the program. I can't do this show free. I wouldn't waste my time doing it for free. I got to get paid. So I do the free podcast and the Patreon every day. Free one is supported by the sponsors. 
If I don't have sponsors, I'm not doing the free one. So as long as people keep like, hey, can we advertise? I'm like, I guess so. Sure. Then I'll keep doing it. And there doesn't appear to be an end in sight. I've got a new sponsor starting today. God, I guess I got to get that ready. I'll get to that in a second. All right. Where was I? Irvine's Auto Repair. Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Get your vehicle repaired in Grand Rapids, Michigan. No matter where you are in the area, get the car to Irvine's. Uh, for any type of maintenance to keep the car running sound, or if you have a uh, kind of a meltdown, you need something taken care of, an emergency, they can help you. Early bird drop-off, late bird pickup. And uh, they have loaner cars for you so that you don't have to worry about getting to and from work without your car. Scheduled today, they work on all makes and models, combustion vehicles, you know, gas, diesel, uh, hybrid, EV. There's an article that I may get to today that General Motors has already um, decommitted on their all-in electric vehicle strategy. Remember how everyone's like, oh my God, that's it. Uh, General Motors... We're going all EV. Well, they already gave up. Look at from this publication called The Drive. GM reverses all in EV strategy to bring back plug-in hybrids. Now, how long have I been talking about hybrids are the way to go? Well, as long as I've had one, which is a decade. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app, that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, 
we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. So they're saying enough of that. Hang on, here's Stu. Stu McAllister. Eric Zane, what's happening? How are you, buddy? I'm all right, you? Not bad. I was, uh, I, I talked to that guy that you ran into. Oh, did you? That's funny. That was Brian. He saw, he heard your voice and he knew it was you. <laughs> the, uh, the dip and dot van and the hat and everything wasn't a giveaway though. Huh? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, was good. So that was cool. I talked to him and then, um, I want to know, who do you think has it worse, Bills fans or Lions fans? Uh, right now, Lions fans. D- I disagree. Do you? Yeah, okay. I disagree. Though that was a terrible loss because they had it won, and then they said, fuck you, we're going to lose. <laughs> right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that was terrible, but sure. I, think it's, I think it's worse for Bills fans. I really do. I mean... Uh- I, my rationale is uh, we're used to it. <laughs> I mean, we, we've been good for a while, and then we're like, ah, we lose in a horrible fashion. You guys, you're brand new to being good, and uh, you're going to get kicked in the face a couple more times. Okay, it's good. It's going to be hard to adjust. All right, so. good. I can, I, I'm looking forward to that then. <laughs> because good times, if man. you think good. about it, I mean, just off the top of my head, first of all, the Bills losing four straight Super Bowls. Yeah, I know. And then, know. and then you have, um, like, in no apparent, no, uh, and, and just random order here, Kansas City coming back to beat the Bills. Was that last year or the year before? Uh, it was like three years okay. ago, I think. And then you got seconds. the most recent wide right. You've yeah. got the game yeah. against Houston when you were up 100 to nothing at the half and blew it. You got the Music City Miracle. Where yeah, they where the where uh the, the Titans cheated and everybody said yep. it was legal. Yeah, yeah. Conspiracies. <laughs> Are you oh. trying to make me this suicidal today? Yeah, I mean I'm telling you, that's why I think the Bills got it worse. It's so bad. The yeah. fans are numb to it. They the fans actually get hard ons when the team loses. And that's why we jump through tables, man. That's how we can feel alive. Uh, Cole writes, don't forget O.J. Simpson. Your your oh, running yeah. back killed his wife and her buddy. Well, she deserved it. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> Stu. My God. Yeah, I know. It's, it's rough, man. It's rough. Yeah. I do not wish that on Lions fans at all. I hope you guys win the Super Bowl next year. Uh, and there you go. Stu, I received an email oh, from boy. someone, and you were mentioned in it. Oh, God. This person writes, Eric, I'd like to start off by congratulating you for making it this long and finding enough sponsors to pay you. Well done. I know that you use this shit, he's referring to his email, for content because, and he's right, 
because your normal podcast length is full of ads and bullshit. He's also right. That is two things he is correct about. Then he writes, this podcast is shit. He continues being correct. But then he says, however, it's slightly better than Stu McAllister's. <laughs> what? How is it better than mine? I, I know. Any That's ridiculous. And then he says, so in that regard, fuck you both. <laughs> Who is this person? I, I need to be him and shake his hand. I don't know. I thought it was you. <laughs> I'll be the first to tell you my podcast shit. Okay. Me too. Then he yeah. says, neither of you have anything legit to say ever. And then he said, then get this. This is where I think this guy might be under the influence. That, <clears throat> excuse me. He writes, Eric, you don't know sports. And Stu, fuck ya. I love you. And then he writes, <laughs> fuck off. I have no idea what any of that means. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, I, 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 you know what? To me, we've made it when we can sit here and fuck around and some weirdo with a fake email account sends hate mail to us. That's fantastic. That's the we're sign going. that we're turning the corners, Stu. I guess. I guess. I don't know, man. But when you have haters, is that it? You know right. you made it when you got haters? All right. I, I, Fair I, enough. That's what I've heard. I've heard people say that. I've heard people say that. Uh, Why does I, this guy listen? I don't understand the hate listen. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, to me, that's that's a good thing. Um, if, if you can entertain someone or keep them... Um, not, well, maybe not entertain, but at least pull something out of them, whether it's rage or fury or suicidal <laughs> tendencies, that's, that's all a, a win. Like if someone reaches out to me and says, man, you made me want to kill myself. I'm like, well, that's good. I'm doing my job. I made some sort of connection. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. That's it. I, I saw your big thing that you watch a stupid wrestling event and then you type, you love the Royal rumble or whatever the fuck. What the hell is wrong with you and support local wrestling? I get yeah, it. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, You're yeah, such yeah. a dipshit. Yeah, I'm a fucking moron. Yeah. All right. Well, go get him today. Thanks, man. I'm in Detroit. Oh, no. Burn it down. We're going to get murdered. Burn it down. All right. I'll do my best, man. All right. See you. Get out of here. All right, brother. Yep. Stu. Stu, Stu, Stu. Uh, let me bring Kyle in here. All right. And then I, I'll owe you about a million sponsors. I swear to God, I will. But he's waiting. That guy, he's actually, um, I think he's been on vacation or some shit. Kyle? Uh, let's bring him in here right now. Eric Zane. Kyle, um, less than a week ago at halftime, you were as happy as could be, no doubt. Oh, absolutely, dude. Actually, absolutely, dude. You you were convinced, as were a lot of people, that we had it. Dude, I, I was I was existing in this state of disbelief for quite a while there, and then uh, then I was brought harshly back down to earth. It was weird. It was uh, quite pleasant when they were winning. We were thinking, "Oh my God, we are going to the Super Bowl." And then, dude, let let me let, let me set let me set this scene for you really quick, Eric Zane. And here's how the, this it's a hilarious turn of events. So I'm I'm down here in Florida, like I mentioned, on vacation, um, and we are at um, uh, Blue's Grandma's place, which is like an old people community, but not like a not like a like a retirement home. It's just like where they live, yep. like a condo complex. Yeah, yep, they're everywhere. So we're, there. We're, 
we're in the clubhouse. We were trying to watch the game. The game was coming through in Spanish, right? Like the commercials were all English, but the game was coming through in Spanish. And we're sit, we're we're all sitting there. There's like I don't know five or six of us, like uh, me and Blue and J Mo, and then a bunch of old people. And um, we're all just staring at the TV, trying to figure out what the fuck's going on because it was just coming out in Spanish. And I'm like, well, to be honest with you, I guess we don't really need it in English. I mean, we know what's happening, you know. And then like every so you don't really need it. But then at halftime, we went back to the house to watch it English and then shit went down so we should have just stayed there and listened to the Spanish oh. dudes dude <laughs> yeah that was cruel that was that was wildly cruel because not only did they lose but I I made the point that it seemed like whether they lost by three points or a hundred it didn't matter it, it, it didn't it, it was it was like that they got slaughtered because of how badly they performed in the second half and how San Francisco beat the shit out of them I know, I know. We we just got to hope. We just got to hope that Aaron Glenn gets another job, I think. Yeah, he stinks. Um <laughs> he stinks and there's some real problems. It's a miracle they got this far. You know, if Dan Campbell were not the coach, they would have probably gone 0 and 16 because uh, yeah. they fucking suck. Their defense <laughs> sucks so much dick. It's incredible. And all these Lions fans are acting like that team was that good. That fucking team sucked. It's a miracle they got that far. It was, it was, it was sure. It was a season, baby. That was, it was a fun, it was fun. It was, it was good. Next year, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen, but it was a good time still. It was fun. There's no question. It was, it was fun to watch. I'm glad that they got that far, but they need some serious work. That guy, Cam Sutton, cannot tackle. He sucks. Yeah, that was, I mean, yeah, I mean, the only thing in his defense is on the other side, we decided that Kendall Vildor was the right choice to put on the other side. Now, fuck Kendall Vildor, dude. Yeah, the ball (laughs) hit him in the fucking face, goes flying, idiot catches it, god damn it. Dude, can you? I mean, even all the bad shit that happened in the second half. If we could have just had that one interception, if that could have just been an interception, that would. I think that's all we would have needed. Even if all the other bad shit still happened, but man, that was rough. So um, it dawned on me not long ago that last night I had a dream about you and Emilio driving. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. We were having like a cul-de-sac party with all my neighbors. It was really real. And just oh, having, yeah. having like a barbecue and you had procured one of those trucks that you see that has a billboard on the back of it. Oh, hell yeah. And you're promoting dumpster divers. And so you and Emilio are driving around the community with dumpster diver billboards, moving billboards. <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, fucker, come get a hot dog. And you're like, no, fuck you. I got to go promote myself. <laughs> and I realized that. Yesterday, when I was going home from the uh, vet yesterday, that you had put up one of those little signs in front of the, uh, alongside of the road on 44th Street. Oh, yeah. And I I saw that fucking road, or that sign by the road, and that's why I had that goddamn dream. Um, heck yeah. Look, Hey, our signs are traversing a uh, sentient world. I mean, we're going into dream world. That's, right. that's all you can ask yeah. for. Yeah, I mean, which is a million <laughs> times better than what you did when you were, uh, 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 what do you call it? Marketing in the thrifty nickel or whatever the hell it was. I fucking know. Oh, hey, you asked me about that and, uh, too, not too long ago. I, I don't think I, I think I forgot to respond. But yeah, we're just about done with that, dude. I think oh. April, I think April was the, is the last month. dude. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. And then Diana says to me, she goes, 
Have Kyle Tiller bring a dumpster over and tell him I'm not paying for it. He's been on your show for the last two years for free. That's kind of fucking true, dude. It's kind of fucking, yeah, maybe we're going to have to work something out, to be honest with you. This is what we do. This is what we do. Um, you sign up for marketing, and um, I'll pay for the dumpster. As long as you sign up for the marketing, I'll pay for the dumpster. If you don't yeah. sign up, if you don't sign up for the marketing, you're going to give me the dumpster, or I'm going to take the goddamn dumpster. Hell yeah, that would be funny. Just like all of a sudden, we're like, "Hey, where the fuck is one of our dumpsters? I think somebody stole it, dude." <laughs> so uh, this Florida trip, this has been—you've been like there like a week and a half, haven't you? Dude, he, okay, let's let's dive into this fucking story, Eric Zan, because this is just full of twists and turns, and it's and it's just it's content driven, baby. So get this, right? We we're supposed to leave last Wednesday. Um, wait, what day is it right now? Thursday. Thursday. So yeah, last Wednesday we were supposed to leave, and so we get to the airport and we're flying Frontier, right? Which is already a big fucking. I was like, come on, we gotta fly Frontier. So we get there, you know, blah blah blah. You know, JMO, he's doing this thing in the airport. He's got like a thousand fans. You know, he's yeah, he's fucking running around like telling jokes to all these random people. Everything's going good. Yeah, we got on the plane. And um, we're on the runway, like we're about to leave, and also like the captains come on, they're like, "Yeah, something's fucking up with this wheel, okay? Like the wheel's fucked up, so we're gonna go back to the gate and we're gonna fix the wheel." And like I'm like, "Okay, I guess that's reasonable, you know what I mean? Like I guess we want the wheel to work a little bit." So we're like, "Okay, we go back," and they're like, "Yeah, we'll fix it up. We'll be on our way." Anyways, then like an hour passes, they're like the the ladies, we don't know what the fuck's going on with the wheel, and then five hours pass, right? And they're like, "Yeah, oh. we're just gonna we're gonna cancel this fucking." Flight, okay. Oh no! I know, and we're like, I'm like, so at that point, like, I'm mad only because like it's been five hours and like there was no updates. So like then I'm I'm like, let's just like I, I wasn't saying this out loud. I wasn't like one of those unruly people, but I'm like, let's just fucking go. I'm like, if the wheel is broken, we all fucking die when we get there. Whatever. At least we went, you know. And like I'm like mad. So anyways, then we had to we had to leave Friday. And so we come back Friday, and then they're like, yeah, we refunded you, um, like, because we picked our seats. And they're like, yeah, we refunded all that, so you're all going to sit in fucking different spots, but now we're going to charge you extra for your bag. Uh -oh. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking about, dude? And so anyways, it was this huge thing. We got down here, and then I had to call, like, the customer service to, like, figure out, like, when the hell I could come back. You know okay. what I mean? I'm like, yeah. you guys canceled the flight out there, and I know your, your flights are connected to your returns. So, they're like... Yeah, you fucking can't come back Wednesday like you thought you were going. You're going to have to fucking come back Friday. So I'm coming back tomorrow. Oh, my um, God. It was wild, though, because here's what I learned about Frontier, if anybody's wondering. I think they can say, like, their, their flights are cheap because they literally don't have call centers. They, they just, like, outsource the call center. So I'm talking to some Indian guy named Patrick Lewis, and I'm like, okay, yeah, for sure, dude. Your name's Patrick Lewis, sure. And, I mean, he, he's trying to give me the fucking runaround, like, left and right. And, and anyway, it was just a huge fucking disaster. But I'm coming back tomorrow. It's been oh all right. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, it, it, I hear enough of these that I'm like, is it really? worth it you know it's almost it's like not. fucking drive it's almost like i'll just fucking drive at least all i have to do is keep the thing between the lines stop to pee and that's it and we can get there and it's i know and I, to be honest with you i'm a big fan of driving like i would have loved to drive it's just it's just how we did it when i was a kid so i'm like yeah let's let's drive baby but what you know yeah. The women control. They control the world. She's like, we're flying. I'm like, all right, we'll fucking fly, I guess. My God. Um, some comments. 
Corey writes, Frontier is even cheaper than Spirit. Just fly Delta. Chris says, exactly. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, it, I, I think that one way or another, there's so much that can go wrong when it comes to a flight that can make you late that it's, it doesn't seem like the norm that everything will work perfectly, or at least, it, it, at it, least it, it, yeah. it can feel that way. Yeah, because I, I was tell, I was telling Blue I was like like listen because she was like why are you, why are you getting all upset and I'm like listen like I've been on like a million flights where it was delayed because of weather you know like whatever like that type of stuff totally outside of your control but like check the fucking wheels you know like check the fucking wheels before you fly like isn't that what you're supposed to do a little right. pre trip inspection right. check that fucking wheel dude so it was the first flight where it, like it wasn't like out of control like it wasn't like a act of God or whatever it was just like the fucking wheel so I was like what the fuck's going on here dude. Have you been following the story about how the uh, Alaska Airlines and all those other uh, Boeing jets, like the, a fucking door plug will come flying off? I, I have not heard about this. What oh, the fuck's going on? Yeah, they're probably, it, it's something that you need to look up because they found that the problem wasn't with the airlines. The problem with who manufactured the planes. So you got uh, like you know you got like uh, uh, people and robots putting these fucking planes together. Well, it's some dickhead's job to literally go to one spot on the plane, four bolts. You got to tighten four big bolts to keep this one thing in place. It's a it's a plug where you could put a door there, but in this particular plane, they put a plug because they don't need a door. So uh -huh. all you got to do is bolt it on, and it doesn't move for the life of the plane. Some <laughs> dumb motherfucker like hand tightened it and said, "Yeah, after lunch, I'll tighten these down." And then <laughs> and then he like called in sick for the next 5 fucking days. These planes are in the air with uh, loose bolts and the goddamn things are flying off like uh, a fucking stock car after a crash. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So that that's those big ones made by Boeing, you know. And uh, but I often wonder about. There's so much that can go wrong. Um, it's a miracle that we don't have planes falling out of the sky all the time. I know. Yeah. I, I mean, I you, like. I feel like you always have to have like one of those moments as you're getting on the plane, just going like, "Yeah, I'm being like, I know this is supposed to be safer than car rides or whatever, but let's hope this fucking thing goes good." I know. You know? I know. Like, I feel like every flight you have to have at least one little second to yourself where you go like, "All right, baby, we might be hitting the ground. We'll exactly, see." Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Holy shit. Um, okay. So that's interesting. Having a good time there. We can't wait for you to get back. Uh, is Emilio holding down the fort for you? Is that what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, we, we try to like do vacations, you know, in like January, February and stuff like that when there's not too much going on. So yeah, the, the guys are back there fucking kicking ass and fucking, you know, whatever they're doing. Uh, there's a blue ass at the last night. She's like, how's it going to dumpster drivers? I'm like, I don't fucking know, dude. I'm on vacation. Dude. Oh, <laughs> I ain't looking. You know what oh, I mean? I'm like, I, I actually got to unplug, you know? I, I haven't done that ever. That that's that's <laughs> remarkable. I, I I wish I could do that. I I think I need to do that at one point. You know. Yeah, but, do uh, it, dude. Just I'll just I'll shave. I'll just dress up as you when you want to go on vacation. I'll just do your podcast. And I'll just be like, holy shit, like a lot. You know what I mean? That's not a bad idea. Have a fill-in host. Yeah, for sure. I'll do it, dude. I'll be like, yeah, it's me, Eric Zane. You know, I'll just walk in, do whatever, you know. <laughs> dude, you are, uh, you're, you're great. Hope you get back soon. When, when, when is, uh, when are you actually returning again? Maybe you said that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming back tomorrow, okay. um, you know, uh, given that the wheels work. All right. 
Okay. Real good. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm glad you're able to. Did, did your kid being on the plane drive anybody nuts? No, dude, it was wild, actually. So, again, this is like uh, it goes against my nature as a as a human being who is logical. I'm like, listen, we ain't bringing this kid on a fucking plane until he's like four or five. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he's fucking he's good. He's like, a, like, like, I don't know, some kind of like. Not like a perfect child or whatever, but he got right. on that plane. He was like, I ain't going to make a single fucking noise. Right. I'm going to fucking play my little, we, we got him a switch for Christmas. So, yeah. and somehow, you know, he's like immediately, he like knows how to work the whole thing and like get into the settings and adjust. I'm like, I don't know what's going on oh, with this that's kid. Good. But that's good. Yeah, dude, he was a fucking, he was like perfect, dude. Well, and I'm like, all right, well, whatever, a, dude. That's the thing because most of the passengers, they have like um, uh, rabbit ears and they're just waiting for that little kid to make even a peep. And if they yep. do, they just open the door and throw them out. You know, they're everybody. <laughs> yeah, frontier, it's pretty easy to do. Too. Absolutely, everybody on those planes is they like hate children, and I'm like, fuck you. You know, I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm a, whenever I'm on a plane, and I'm next to a person whose child is is having a hard time, I always say, look, don't even worry about it, because I always bring earplugs first of all. And okay, I, right I, which really dims out that um that that sound uh completely and i always say to them because i always feel bad for the parent i would say look I, I can't speak for everybody but your kid crying in my ear for five hours i swear to god is not going to bother me and it's true yeah, oh yeah. because i always want that person next to me because i know what they're going through i've been there i have had that happen to me where my kid is you know acting like an asshole in public or on a plane or some shit and it's a bitch. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. I, I do feel for the pa- I feel for the parents that are like that like actively trying to fix it like while it's happening. But the parents that are just sitting there on their phones while their kid goes wild. Now that's those bad. people. Yeah, they yeah. need their heads lacerated. Fuck yes, absolutely. Yeah, you got to entertain that little fucker. You do what you have to do. <laughs> Even if you have to eat the kid out, you fucking. You, you know, if you have to give the kid a blowjob, you're gonna have to get that kid to fucking shut up. <laughs> oh yeah I, w- I was just thinking too i was like yeah you might like lean over and be like listen like if your kid's crying like it doesn't bother me at all now listen when i get back to my house i'm gonna do a podcast I hope, episode I and i'm probably gonna call you on this kid no <laughs> and the, the lady's like okay i can i can deal with that yep 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 all right appreciate you all right love you guys right. juicy see ya there you go eating a vagina <laughs> Eating a vagina. Eating a vagina. Corey says, Jesus Christ, no one clipped that. Hi, my name is Kristen Megan Kelly. I'm a veteran, and I'm a veteran. I believe I've called and left the Two days in a row. Today. I'm a veteran. I'm just trying to get some feedback from whoever would be in charge. I'm a veteran in making the decision to sponsor um, the Eric Zane podcast. I'm a veteran. I am the mother and the veteran of a child that he spoke about on his podcast and the veteran in a sexual manner and the veteran, um, including sex acts that he wants my veteran to perform. <laughs> I have the sheriff involved. Um, several sponsors have already backed out. And I'm the veteran. I believe in nonviolent free market solutions. I'm the veteran, so I greatly support free speech. I'm the veteran. This is not protected speech. I'm the veteran when discussing sexual acts of a veteran. Um, and the veteran, oh. it was an attack on me and my family. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. And the veteran, it's one thing to have an opinion of adults, but again, it's not protected to be to speak sexually about a seven year old girl. 
Um, I'm a veteran. If you would like to see the evidence, and uh, I have seen on social media someone is messaging people to not talk about it. I'm a veteran, but they want your business to know that your name is flat behind the screen when he's saying these things. Um, I'm a veteran. You can call me if you'd like. My number is area code 405-694-8344. I'm a veteran, but I would really like to know if your business supports this type of rhetoric. Yes, we do. Zero five six nine four eight three four. Um, I'm a veteran, and I'm a veteran. I would just like to hear that from you. I'm a veteran, and I'm a veteran. In your time, I'm a veteran. Thanks. Eating a vagina. Wow. Chris writes. I greatly support free speech unless I disagree with it. On my crack about how to keep your kids quiet on a plane. Corey writes, usually I'd clip your embarrassing shit, but you're getting a free pass on this one. Oh, fuck it. Who gives a shit? It's not like it matters anyway. You turn to any of my body work, any episode, any given moment, and there's there's problems. Lots of problems. We wouldn't have it any other way. There must be lots of problems. Problematic things that you say, Eric Zane. Of course, that's what they sign up for. If there aren't problematic things, we don't have a good show. Packer for fun says, I promise you, if I lived in your area, I'm totally supporting those businesses to spite that bitch. Ryan says, I don't think I'd enjoy this show so much without problems. Yeah, that that we could use that as a basis for um, something to promote the show. The Eric Zane Show pro, uh, podcast. Problematic speech. Saying problematic things. I got to work that in somehow. Ben sent me audio of something awkward that happened on X's and bros. I, I, I don't want to get into it now, but this is something that we can hide. It's hilarious because now Ben is sending his own awkward shit. What started out is Chris D saying, Oh my God, here Anthony wanted a breakdown of how fog works or, Oh my God. Ben talked about the potholes on the road on the show today. Um, now Ben is sending it in. Ben is giving us suggestions of things that we can listen to. Had a, uh, starting to melt, uh, where the headlights go. Uh, uh, starting to melt, uh, where the head starting to melt lights go, uh, uh, and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's young Ben. And yeah, I don't know. That's Ben and Bethany Ben. And yeah, I don't know. And this is old Ben. Oh yeah. That's right. And yeah, 
I don't know. Had a uh, uh, starting to melt uh, where the headlights go. Uh, well, now Ben writes another awkward talk. And then he writes, I suck. You don't suck. You don't suck. But I am starting to think. Well, it's interesting because when you are presenting clips to me, Ben, for who are these free beers or who are these Zanes, I don't have the vibe of this. Had a, I, uh, starting to melt uh, where the headlights go. Uh, so maybe there's a learning curve. It's a big learning curve, but a learning curve. But when you're with Anthony, that's when the ah, oh, ah, ooh, ah. Ben adds, oh no, this one is all me. Tyler says, you can easily tell that that is young Ben because he's using his mating voice. Suggestion from Blue Chaos 24. Edit the Kristen Megan Kelly to say hello. This is Kristen Megan Valley. Valley. This is Kristen Megan Kelly. I'm a veteran and I support the Eric Zane show. That's brilliant. And I can do that. And I'm writing that down so that I do that right when I get done with this show. You see, anytime there's another person that's paying attention, you can say, if it's just one person, they can give you a suggestion on something that you would never have thought of in a million years. How many times have I said this? The best ideas on this show are by audience members. Also, some of the worst. Chris says there's enough voice samples that you could develop in uh, AIKMK. I know it. That's awesome. That is fun. God, if anybody I wants to empower themselves to do AIKMK, let me know. Because I sometimes don't have the time. Ryan says, I haven't done anything with AI Zane in a while. Okay, I talked about this on the Patreon. And I'm going to talk about it here. I teamed up with a um, events company that wants to do live events. They're just getting started, the events company. But they said to me, look, we want to do a team trivia night. It would entail um, you talking about it on your show, getting your audience to go to uh, the VFW or the American Legion in um, Walker, Michigan, the Fonger Post. It's a huge room. You on a mic saying, all right, uh, what's the capital of Vermont? And then the teams will write their answers down. And uh, then they, you know, after the round ends, everybody brings up their score sheets. So you got a team of like five, six people. You've each paid 15 bucks. You get to eat. While you're there, as included in the price, you get drink tickets for your 15 bucks, and you can buy more booze. Uh, 
I'm up there reading the questions. Your team writes down 10 answers. You bring up your score sheet. We collect them. There's no technology involved. You can't use your phone. If you're caught using your phone, we, we kill you, throw you out, throw your body in the street. And then we uh, total up the round. All right. First place are the fuck sticks. Second place are the Nazis. Third place, Al-Qaeda. And then we go and we do round two. And then at the end of all the rounds, we uh, first, second, third place. First place gets 500 bucks. Second place, 200. Third place, 100. Uh, Last place, uh, we refund your money because you're so shitty. Congratulations. Thanks for coming out, everybody. 90 minutes later, we're out. Problem. We're 28 days from when this is supposed to happen. And I am not confident that all of the things will be in place to make it happen. Um, but I said, look, I'm going to go ahead. I said to myself, I'm going to go ahead and promote this event. All right. On my show, because it takes time to promote something like this. So I'm telling you all this so that you can save the date for Thursday, the 29th of February at the American Legion, Neil Fonger post on, um, 28th street, right? Isn't that where it is? American Legion 179. I'm sorry, Wilson, uh, 2327 Wilson Avenue. Grand Rapids, technically Walker, but, or Granville. Fuck, I don't know. I'm giving you 10 different cities. This is it right here. Just save the date. $15. That's what I was told. I know this sounds weird as shit, but I said, okay, if we are going to do this, you have to start promoting it. And you can't do it a week before. You got to promote the shit out of it to get as many people there as possible. Okay. All right. I go, well, I'm just going to start talking about it and get these people ready. So get your teams ready. Get all the people, you know, and get yourself a team. I love more information on pricing and how you buy tickets. I don't even know that, but this would be a Thursday evening. You'll be out of there by nine o'clock. Megan says, I want in. I have poop knowledge. Of course you do. Uh, Get your team together. That would be your mom, your dad, your husband. And you're probably going to need two or three more. I want it packed. Um, I was told that they're going to promote it on the radio, like buy advertising on a radio station. I go, all right, great. Yeah, you know, I'll do this as best as I can with my show. But, um... You know, uh, I can get a core amount of people that are there, but for God's sake, we got to get this done. So just save this date right on your phone right now in your calendar. Thursday, February 29, EZ Trivia. Thursday, February 29, EZ Trivia. Okay. Young Adam Schwab says advertising on town square media stations. We could, 
Um, but for this, I think we're looking at uh, an LAV crowd. I think we would want to advertise on LAV and probably the huge show. So all I'm suggesting to you right now is get your teams together and save the date. Ryan says, big fraud, what time does it start? I'm mentally deficient at times or in times. Well, I mean, what time do you think? Do you think it's going to be morning or I don't know, uh, one in the afternoon? No, it's going to be in the evening. I don't know. Seven. What do you think? 6.30? Uh, 7.15. How does that sound? Seven-ish. That's like the easiest thing to figure out by context. How could you possibly ask me a question? What time is it at? Tyler says, who wants shy Tyler on their team? Look, you bring your wife. Let her speak on your behalf if you're going to be shy. I can't stand shy people. Now, I don't want each of you to like make one team. I want you to go to your friend's circle and make your own teams. So I don't want, I mean, I only have a finite number of audience members. Don't all of you band together to make one fucking team. Each one of you needs a team. You know, I mean, that would be terrible. All right, and welcome to trivia. We got one table. No, no, no. Each one of you brings like six or seven. Linda says Diana can be on my team. Is your skull thick? I just said she's going to do her own team. Is this, is this why you, that things are a struggle for you uh, in the relationship status? God damn it. Quit trying to recruit, Linda, members of the audience, to be on your stupid team. Linda gets her team. Ben Glaze gets his own team. The hell is wrong with you? She says, oops, missed that. Yeah, Diana's not going to be on your team. Diana's got her own team, and they're probably going to win because they're smarter than you. This is when you get pissed off, Linda, and cancel the Patreon and never to be seen again. This is this is how you do it. She says, I live far away. That doesn't matter. Uh, get your team, show up here, and then that's it. <coughs> What does Yoda say? There are either do's or do nots. Haves or have nots. Tries and do nots. Tries and do's. I don't know. So every single person here gets their own team. Maureen cannot be on Linda's team. No, separate. Tyler says do or do not. There is no try. Yes. Look. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I've talked about Irvine's. I still have to talk about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight sponsors. That means if I keep them all to one minute and I never do, um, it's going to be like 10 minutes of ads. 
but I still want you to stay with this. Sometimes that happens where I'm just like, uh, no, I just want to keep it going. Keep it going. And, uh, I have a brand new sponsor called Green Medicine Shop. They sell cannabis. So I want you to buy all your cannabis there. I think some of you partake, but I don't know for sure. You know how sometimes that's like a secret? People don't like other people to know that. Well, look, for me, it's going to have to be a secret because, I mean, it's going to have to not be a secret because I plan on creating the Eric Zane Show Cannabis Caravan. Now, this is absolutely happening. Like with the trivia thing, I'm still waiting on a few more details to make 100% sure that it's happening. I just want you to save that date. But the easy cannabis caravan is a thing. Like we are going to meet at like a park and ride or a parking lot. And we're going to drive up to the community of Greenville, Michigan. Of course, it's Greenville. It's a green product. And the company is called Green Medicine Shop. We're going to actually get a uh, bus of people and I mean, not a bus, a caravan of people, all our cars and drive all the way up to Greenville. And it's like, easy. Why are you doing that? And here's why, because since it is an out of the way place, um, this making it into a field trip with me leading the charge, you'll want to go and get the cannabis because I'm there. You're going to want to see me. You're going to want to take my picture. You're going to want to touch my hair, all this shit. And I know that all of you in one way or another are, uh, you love cannabis. Everybody keeps it like under wraps. Stevie doesn't. I think Stevie, uh, partakes and like, lets it be known. I might be wrong on that, but a lot of you smoke and you don't, you know, you keep that under wraps. So I know a lot of you do smoke. So that's why I've created the Eric Zancho podcast, cannabis caravan we're all going to get in our cars and go up to greenville michigan to green medicine shop now here's the caveat greenville the community the people who run like there's a board kind of like ottawa county commission they're assholes and they have an ordinance that even though the entire state and most of the country says cannabis recreation, no problem. They won't allow it in their stupid fucking community. The community isn't stupid, but they are. Despite the fact that these folks here at Green Medicine Shop have said, this is what we can get you in, uh, in money coming in. Uh, Maureen says, I prefer edibles to smoking. Oh, they've got the best edibles you'll ever have there at Green Medicine Shop. They said, you want to try one? I go, no, I do not partake. But I'm going to tell everyone who does partake to come to your facility. Um, so in Greenville, they can't do it like uh, recreational. So they have this medical facility. So... The only thing different is you cannot purchase their cannabis unless you have a med card. All right. So that's an extra hoop to jump through two, two hoops, a distance. We got that covered with the easy cannabis caravan. 
Uh, B, you can only get it with a med card. So to get a med card, you go to this website, thegreenmedicineshop.com. I'll link it up right here. Once you, um, once you get there, sorry about that wormhole. Uh, once you get there, you click where it says, get a medical card. All right. You have to, you're going to get this money back. It's because it says now only $90 for a two year medical marijuana card which includes your state filing fees and immediate access to dispensaries. No hidden fees, no taxes. All done, 15 minutes, three easy steps. By the end of the day today, you can have your whatever it is, your ID number, and then they'll mail you the card. But all you need is the number to buy when you go to a green medicine shop. Now that $90 that I'm asking you to spend, you get it back in a $100 store credit from green medicine shop. Okay, so you pay 90 bucks up front. Uh, after you get that, though, you get a $100 store credit for whatever you want in the store. Mention me when you buy from them. If you do happen to make the trip up to Greenville, from where I live in Hudsonville, that's about a 30, 40 minute drive-ish, depending on traffic. But um, there you go. I'm very thankful that Green Medicine Shop is uh, supporting me on this show. And these folks live there and they want the business to thrive in Greenville. Um, and um, they're uh, Matt, and, Matt and Cheney. And uh, if they don't get it to go in a pretty quick order or at least have um, the ruling overturns that they can sell, just like everybody else does recreationally, they'll have to pull up stakes. So we don't want that to happen. So support Green Medicine Shop. There's only one way to buy their products. That is in the store. You can't buy it online. Nothing nothing like that. You must travel to Greenville. Buy. Leave. So if you cannot be on the Eric Zancho podcast cannabis caravan, which has not yet been set, the date, make the trip up to Greenville. Get a bite to eat. Buy uh, as much cannabis as you possibly can. And then leave. Like I said, yes, you do need a medical card to buy from them. Get the medical card and you will be given the $100 store credit. Mention EZ. Get a medical card. Off you go. Shop now. Are you 18 plus and hold a valid medical card? Let's say I say yes. I don't, but yes. Deals. Uh, by the way, they described to me that the quality of their flower uh, is uh, when you have to have medical grade marijuana, the quality is much better. It's uh, much more strict in terms of um, less impurities in their product than recreational. Medicinal marijuana, which is what this is, medicine grade, uh, has less stuff that'll make you go Ugh, in it is the way it was described to me. They have an anniversary celebration on uh, February 15th from 2 to 6 p.m. This is all when you click on Shop Now. 
Uh, dope deals, January 28th through February 4th. I don't know what any of this means, but it says 30% off seven strains of flour, including rainbow cake, pave, ocho, burro, purple rain, space, guavas, and GMO. Here's all this stuff Maureen eats, gummies and caramels and brownies. All right. Specials. Look at this is I I don't like I said, I don't partake, but this this looks like a, a morel mushroom, whatever this is. Alaska called Alaskan Thunderfuck. All right, so go to the website, check it out for yourself. And uh you can figure out what they do at Green Medicine Shop. The Green Medicine Shop.com. Sorry for the extended ad, but today's their first day. So I wanted to make sure that I gave them a kickstart as much as possible. They're good people there. And uh, I'm very proud of them. They're very helpful, very professional. And uh, you will love those folks over at Green Medicine Shop. Maureen says gummies, caramels, brownies. Oh, my. Chris says, I wish I loved weed. What a time to be alive. All right. Linda says to Maureen, your nephew is in the room, Maureen, but he didn't hear it. Maureen says, he's an adult and I'm an adult. I don't care. My kids know it's fine. (laughs) She said, yeah, whatever, Linda, your kid's an adult. You going to take that, Linda? Let's get a fight going between the sisters. She's like, she's, uh, she's mansplaining you. She's sister splaining you. Holy shit. Oh, your nephew's in the room. Oh my God. Oh, oh. Oh, horrible. You, you try gummies. Oh my God. Maureen. <laughs> Oh, that's got to hurt. That has to hurt. Linda's so mad. She's going to cancel her Patreon again and quit. Totally kidding. Linda says he's enjoying this performance. That's Josh. Josh and I, we are on the same page. He's like, yeah, seriously, Ma. Fucking relax. You know how many women I've gone down on, Mom? All right, that might be a little much. Thank you to Tag Accounting. The tax hobbit is ready to do your taxes. TagCPA.net. Troy Ginzer is an absolute legend. Uh, He's helped me with my taxes, and he can help you with yours. Your tax return this year. Call 616-301-9516. Many, many Zane Show podcast listeners have taken advantage of this, and you can too. You will get more money back at the end of the year. People want an update from Linda about the Ari Zane date connection. She writes, no update. Do you mean you don't wish to give one or... There's no contact. What do you mean? You're just keeping it closer to the breast vest? 
what's happening with Dr. Rob. Or Professor Rob or Educator Rob. All right. Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. I got an insurance uh, update yesterday. I was talking with Frank. He reaches out to me. He goes, easy. I go, what is it, Frank? He goes, your life insurance is about to expire. You've outlived the policy again. What does that mean, Frank? He goes, well, 20 years ago, he he took it over. Um, I didn't know him 20 years ago. 20 years ago, you had a policy. You bought all this life insurance for yourself in case you die. And your wife is a writer. In case she dies, you get this much money. Uh-huh. Well, you got to you gotta renew it. The policy was a 20-year policy. The policy is now over. It will be over in months. I go, well, this is how insurance works. I go, what was I paying for that insurance? He goes, $38 a month. Now, think about that. Um, super preferred, good health, uh, non-smoker. Uh, $500,000 of life insurance for easy. 200000 for Pooh Bear. $38 a month. Why would you not do that? Think about that. Reach out to Frank today. Now, you might not be in the same boat as I am. With that policy, I said to him, he goes, do you want to extend the uh, policy? I go, is it $38 a month? He goes, no. Now that you're older, that same policy is going to cost you $640 a month. I go, well, fuck you. I'm not doing that. He goes, I know. We got to start over, get you a new policy, either 10, 15, or 20 years. It's going to cost you a lot less if you start over. I go, why? He goes, well, um, barring no major health changes, um, you have to start with an exam. An exam, they get all your hospital records, they get everything, and they determine the cost of the insurance. For your age, if you're super preferred again for all that insurance, you'll be able to get away with about 150 bucks a month. Like, all right, that's, that's, that's not bad. Why don't I just do that as opposed to, I go, why would anybody even uh, do these $650 a month? That seems ridiculous. Well, some people are ro- rolling in dough and they don't, they, they love the policy and they don't want to uh, risk. Let's say that their insurance, that their body changed, their body um, has changed dramatically and they don't, they don't want, because if they do decide to start over, they won't be insured at all. That's why people would do that. So he gives me that option. I go, all right, well, I'm in great health, so let me just start over. Okay, great. That's how that works. My point is the $38 a month. Some of you who are young with a family, for fuck's sake, get your life insurance, dick. Because what if somebody greases you at the train tracks? You got to, I mean, come on. Call Frank. Quit dicking around. Buyinsuranceherecom That's where you go. Basketball next Wednesday, Grand Rapids Gold in action. Go to GrandRapidsGold.com. Thursdays and Fridays, $2 beers, $2 dogs. Tickets as cheap as 14 bucks a pop. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Getting you your mortgage. Don't forget about them. The time is almost perfectly right for you to get your mortgage. 231-332-6505. Call and mention EZ. I have a vouch store. Vouch.store slash Eric Zane. 
What is the vouch store, EZ? I've teamed up with um, businesses, small businesses, to sell their products. I talk about the vouch store and their products. You go there, and if it's something you're looking for, you buy it. On my vouch store, I've got Camp Craft Cocktails, which you pour your booze into the mason jars full of fantastically dried fruit. And whatever booze you pour into the jar gets infused with the fruit. Each jar makes 16 drinks. All right. You can buy them by uh, three size, three in a package, or one. Different booze go in. You got like the gin bundle and the rum bundle. Uh, sangria, the old-fashioned. You can buy the coffee, either whole bean or ground. You can get the toothbrush. I know some of you have purchased the toothbrush. It's getting pretty good reviews. Will you please buy these products and then let me know what they do for you? This one is a higher-end item called the Nimble Accelerate. It's a massage gun. So... If you have sore muscles from exercise or whatever, this will speed your recovery. These uh, percussion massage guns are outstanding. You may have seen them at a store like Striders or Brookstone or something like that. Um, they're really something else. 369 bucks, though. I understand it's pricey. But if you're thinking about buying one of these, buy it from here and you'll save money. And you're helping out my businesses and me. There's even a small version of it called the Nimble Express for $199. That's all at my vouch store. Uh, finally, Impact Power Sports. Impact Power Sports. Uh, MI.com is their website. Go check out the large selection of Yamaha golf carts, Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart dealer, and all the other fun things you can ex uh, explore on at their website and their store in Rockford, Michigan at Impact Power Sports. MI.com. World's number one Lions fan, Joe Martinez, is here. Thank you to A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Reach out to Joe when you have any furnace issues. He will make an after-hour service call, but as I like to say, he will bend you over the pinata to do that. I think it's just a, it's 125 bucks just to get him out of bed. 616-516-8579. Call today. Thank you for your patience on all those sponsors. I hope it was entertaining enough for you. Because I try to make it, you know, laughy or something like that. At least that's what I, uh, that's how I sleep at night. But seriously, those sponsors make this podcast go. We would be lost without them. So please support the sponsors. Uh, Aram says to Linda, we on the podcast made this introduction, Linda. We are part of this relationship. Linda says there is no relationship, Aram. Aram says that is disappointing. Linda says, sorry to disappoint. Well, that doesn't mean that, I mean, just because there's no relationship. Are you saying that there's not even any dialogue? Hey, how are you? Did you have a nice day? That's a relationship. There's not even that? You're not even trading emails? Anything like that? Uh, Joe Martinez writes, 
I'm going to have you do the voiceover on my next commercial. Are you, is, you mean like your television one? That would be awesome. I would love that. The way that works, Joe, they get, you write the script or have uh, the TV station write the script, get it to me, and I will get them the audio and they can put it in the ad. Just say I have a voice guy. Um, Megan says, Linda, you'll be so happy to know that I'm full into real housewives of SLC. I don't know what that is. Aram said that the professor was going to call us. Linda indicates maybe. All right. That's all we're looking for is a maybe. All right. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Hmm. Those shows are like train wrecks, aren't they? You just can't look away. All right, folks. That is a Thursday edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. I think it's time to award the asshole of the day. If you have any suggestions. I barely remember what we talked about today. Let's see. Um, I, You know, I had a number of things I was going to get to, and I just didn't get to them. I had all these things laid out and planned, and nothing came to fruition. That means the Patreon is already planned. I Honestly, if someone held a gun to my head, easy, how did the show go today? Um... I talked about how the dog nearly uh, ruined the show. I talked about Ed Bosco's, how Doug is a pain in my asshole. Um, The ladies that I met yesterday who were giving me hard eyes. Um, Boy, I honestly, I'm, I'm stumped. It's all like a whirlwind to me and it doesn't seem like nearly two hours of care. We talked to Kyle. Okay. I remember that. And we talked to Trump. We talked to Trump. Okay. We talked about Taylor Swift with Trump. Uh, Megan has asked a hundred times, where is trivia? You know, I love you. I love you, but you, sometimes you have to listen. There is a time where we actually have to put on our um, listening hat. And actually focus. It was said dozens of times that it's going to be at the American Legion on Wilson. Right across from Johnson Park. Specific. We even put up the website and said, all right, here's the exact address. And had a whole conversation about it. And then, you know, you're like, oh! going crazy half the damn time my god and she's like in all caps i have a job so now she's yelling at me i have a job oh that's right no one here's working no one has a job hey guys 
Megan's the only one with a job. I told you, the Fonger American Legion. That's where the trivia will be. My God. Now that I yelled at you, are you going to cancel your Patreon and, and leave and never come back? I, please don't do that. Only, only a child would do that. All right. Um, it's got to be Trump. Blaming Taylor Swift for such terrible things? Come on now. Look, Taylor Swift's awesome. <laughs> She's a horrible creator of music. I mean, it sucks, but she's great. It's not Taylor Swift's fault that Americans are stupid about musical taste. So the asshole today is Trump. Thank you for being here, ladies and gentlemen. I'll talk to you on the Patreon. Remember, the potential trivia, save the date. February 29th, Thursday. It's at the American Legion on Wilson near Johnson Park. Uh, smoke signals going up as to where it is. Sky writing. Uh, billboards. Thank you, folks. Till next time, bye-bye.